0: So we're continuing now on a beautiful safer. What can I say today? So uh, we discussed it many times. People had questions about this. That um, if uh, there's reasonable reason to think that the individual won't care, he's not machved, he's implicitly mochel on the lashonar. One would be allowed to uh, speak lashonar about such a person if certainly if he gave explicit mechila. But even if it's uh, understood, you could assume that you'd be allowed to as well, um, both explicit and even implicit. Now, uh, you have to understand what that means, you know, make sure you really, assumption, your assumption is correct, because that would be a terrible thing to speak Lashar about a person who, in fact, would not be mochal on the matter. So, um, now, even when a person is mochal on uh, speaking Lashar about him, he allows you to do so, one must be careful how to do it. You can't make it in a degrading way, you can't make it any worse than it really is. Be very careful when doing so. Uh, a person really should avoid at all costs uh, to say Lashar, even when there's a mechila, but if there's a hether... Make sure to be very, very careful when doing this. Now, um, uh, he gives uh, an example here uh, on page 82, that Rachel or Rachel asked Sarah to help her with her math homework. And Rachel explained that I have a hard time with the math and I always need to find people to help me. Sarah said that she would not be available, but offered her sister to help. So uh, Sarah asked uh, Rachel, will it embarrass you if I tell my sister that you need help? She said, no, I won't be embarrassed. You can tell the whole world that I'm not good at math. I have other areas I'm good at. The next day, Sarah said to Rifka, her sister... Rachel is such a pathetic student. She always needs people to help her. So that wasn't allowed. You, know, you could tell her that she needs help blush, heart with math, but not to say that she's a pathetic student. So just be careful what's allowed and what's not really allowed. Um, okay, let's see what else we have here. Now, um, this interesting thing about uh, writing a critique about a book. Okay, you're allowed to write a bad review on something. Is that allowed? So he writes here that writing something critical about another person's book uh, which ref- reflects negatively uh, would be Lashonara. But he said if the author of the book gave the consent to publish it. It'd be allowed. Now, why would an author want you to give a critique on the book? He wanted to be positive. Because he writes here very, very important that if everything is good, if you have like five stars, everything is good, it sounds like it's fake. There's no such thing that everyone likes every book. They're always going to be people who don't like the book or won't give you good reviews. So sometimes you want people to write, give reviews, or bad reviews rather, in order to balance and make people really think that's uh, true or genuine. And uh, that actually helps people trust the other reviews that are positive. So that's heter uh, he says. Yeah. I once read... Uh it, like, it was like a critique of Olmudos on like certain points. Um, it wasn't like it wasn't like a bad review. You just disagreed with. Just that's fine. Disagreement's okay. Yeah, it just bad. can't be bad. Yeah, that's not bad. I, I have a different perspective. It's okay to have different opinions, but not to speak negative in such a way um, where it will cause harm. And when a person argues, um, you know, be respectful, of course, uh, not put it down. But just this particular point uh, is not. Uh, I'm in agreement with which is completely fine. Um, Okay, now if, you know, a review that's entirely negative or makes degrading statements does not have any clear permissibility. It has to be where it's done in a coveted way, and you know, I don't agree with this point, but the Mamash put it down, that would not uh, be okay. Now another heter to speak Lashon Hara, this is a tricky one, is when there's a to'eles, when there's a purpose. You have to figure out what's considered a good purpose, what's a valid purpose, and he's going to talk in greater length uh, about some of these details, but that's another heter of speaking Lashon Hara if there's a to'eles involved. Okay, can one speak Lashon about himself? And the answer is a person may speak about himself, and that's obvious, because if a person can be mochel, certainly you can be mochel about yourself. So by definition, you speaking Lashon about yourself clearly indicates that you don't mind if it's spoken about you. If you be careful, I think later in the book he discusses more details on this topic, but um, it's, uh, and face value is permitted. And nice with, uh, yeah, that's. nice with Yeah, I knew someone asked that question. So, uh, he was mocked, I he, he was mocked, not to speak Lushnei about himself, I guess. It's he right. raises a negative point in the footnote, he talks about it. Yeah, so there's a, you know, if there's a negative impact on the person, it could cause him a loss, and then that could uh, potentially be a problem as well. You said look on the person himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. he says also, if, 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 what he learns from the story, is that if the other person doesn't know that you're talking about yourself, like, then that person, then it might be an issue. Because then because then he might be like listening to Lashon I mean, that's what he started. The story he might was, be somebody like, else, right? It wouldn't be Lashon because, because he thinks he's talking about somebody else, not himself, right? Okay. Now, what about speaking Lashon about a guy? Is that allowed or not? So, it's forbidden to tell Lashon Har about a Jew um, to uh, to a guy. That would be Aser, and it's even greater Chil to tell a guy that this Jew is bad, this Jew, this Jew, that's worse. But what about speaking about an Akum, a guy? So, um, so he describes later on that speaking about a, a Yid is only also if he's a religious Jew. But if he's not a religious Jew, so then they're ready some tear without out speaking about a person, Certainly if he doesn't, uh, you know, he does terrible things. So if that's the case of a Yid who doesn't keep mitzvahs, who isn't allowed to speak Lashonara, certainly one could speak about a guy who doesn't keep uh, Tariq mitzvahs either, and let alone the Zion mitzvahs either, for that matter. But at the same time, even though maybe strictly speaking Lashonara may not be applicable about speaking, uh, speaking about a guy. In the end of the day, it's not what we do. It's not the proper midos, and you know, speaking bad about a guy could lead to speaking bad about a Jew. And therefore, it's not very uh, uh, you know recommended. But it's certainly room to be leaning, and always be careful when doing so. If there's a need, certainly ask a shiloh. But it's not a good uh, routine to get into. Hey, Russia is your last week. What's Yeah, we're well, we going to discuss greater details about that. What well, the purpose is? He gives an example later on about it. Certainly, if it's important that people stay away from this person, like this person's an evil person. Like, if you become friends with him, he's going to influence you, he's going to give you terrible things. This butcher sells treif, you know, those that flash in horror. It's going to affect his business. But it's important to tell people because you don't want other people to get in trouble because of it. Okay. I like it. Right, Kshif is a different story, exactly. Okay, now. Um, that's a uh, Mumar, again, not getting into details who's, but if a person who grew up from and went off the Derek is not uh, considered uh, showing Mitchells. That's the definition. But and therefore, one would be allowed Russia? to. Yeah. Or is the chashash about whether they're considered Russia or not, or is it the fact that they'll mislead people and take them off of the Derek, for example? Maybe a Meset nowadays would be a Supreme but it'll still lead people off of the Derek. Um, it's a fair question. If a person is a dangerous person in that regard, so then you have to be careful. A person has so by definition, he's not a Russia. But if it's going to pose a damn you know, a uh, danger to people, then one might have to speak Lashon about him. Okay, now what about speaking about objects? And so uh, we know the famous story of Lashon The Miraglim spoke at Eretz which is a, an object, or it's, it's not a person. So therefore, we see from there that uh, one may not speak about even um, even property. So, um, it's certainly about a person who, uh, you know, his story, his food is terrible, that's the object, his catering is awful. That also reflects on the person themselves who's preparing and giving the service. But you'd be very uh, careful when you talk about how is the restaurant. I go out to eat with a bunch of you guys, how is the restaurant? I try to say it's good. You know, if it's like really good, I say it's excellent, but I'm never going to speak bad about it. I don't want to cause a loss unless it's going to be damaged to you. If I told you, you know, if, I, if I got sick from the place, I maybe tell you not to go because it serves poison. But, you know, that's obviously not going to happen. So, always be positive, even about uh, objects, and especially if it's going to affect a person's uh, Parnassa. Um, but anyone here, is anyone feeling from the book? Because I know I am, from reading this book. I am extra careful now What I say how I say I'm serious. I mean, mamish. It's, uh, it's affecting me incredibly. Whether I'm remembering all these details or not, that's uh, aside from the point. But I'm certainly being very cognizant of it. So, I just want to give a yesh, to Yaakov again. And uh, last thing here. Is, oh, we mentioned before that person who is constantly sinning and shows clear that he has no fear of Hashem, when, uh, only, you know, not only you're permitted, but you're commendable to denigrate him and reveal his sins so as not to discourage other people. Now, there are some limitations, of course. Um, what else do we have to do here? Oh, now, um, oh, this is an interesting story. Yeah, Some authorities assert that there are situations when it's permissible to point out someone's misdeeds for the purpose of learning how not to. To act. That's called Tuela. So it's a great mice here. We'll finish with this Maise of Rapam. I love Rapam, uh, One of my favorite uh, biographies. I highly recommend it. Those who didn't read them yet. So the following story is an illustration of how to use a real situation to teach a lesson. It's page number 109. Rav Avram Pam once went to a certain shul with the son of David. The David Minchan Marav. In between Minchan Marav, someone got up to teach a mission or two, as is common in many shuls. The person was clearly unprepared and didn't, uh, did an inadequate job explaining the mission of when they left the shul, Rappam commented to his son, Do you see what it looks like when one doesn't prepare? At first, Rabbi David was taken aback to hear this from his father, who was known to be very careful about his speech. It seemed to be blatant lashonar about the guy who gave the mission right? That's what it seems like. However, he later realized that his father must have felt that this, his words were for a Ellis, as the situation served as a powerful example of the ineffectiveness of an unprepared speech. An unprepared teacher causes students to go away confused and having wasted their time. Rapam was teaching his son that one must prepare if he wants his students to properly understand and appreciate the Shia. It's a great ma'isa, and uh, that's an example of a toalus. Everyone have a wonderful evening.